Hello world, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. This is episode 473 in the works. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me on this Friday, April 2nd, 2021. How was your April Fools? Did anybody get you with a good prank? I know Mother Nature got us with a good one. It snowed, and there is snow on the ground here in central New York. And it is chilly. Happens to be 27 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 14 degrees Fahrenheit right now. Highs are only going to be about 37 degrees. Winds are out of the north, northwest at 16 miles per hour. Yeah, snow. I'm wondering what our robins are thinking right now because the robins came back. They're losing their mind. So no April Fool's jokes pranks I didn't have any I kind of escaped me that day you know what though something did happen good and I'll tell you about that for uh, the beginning of April and we'll talk about much more all that when we come back we'll dive into our quote when we come back stick around I'll be right back Access granted. Always to you. Okay, here's our quote. This is from Lisa Heckman. In a society that has you counting money, pounds, calories, and steps, be a rebel and count your blessings instead. Lisa Heckman. I like that. In a society that has you counting money, pounds, calories, and steps. Be a rebel and count your blessings instead. I can count my blessings so much. I'm so fortunate for my family, the support they give me, the love they give me. I'm not always an easy guy to be around and mental health is not always easy and the stigma behind it and my family's always they're supporting me. I feel like they're always there as my ally, trying to break the stigma. And then also the stigma from alcohol. You know how I told you the other day I had a weak moment and almost drank, but I didn't. And uh, I'm pretty happy about that. I feel proud that I didn't drink. And um, I'm counting my blessings on that, that I did not drink. So... Yeah, thank goodness. All right, so I was saying that what happened for April? Well, New York now is legal. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, weed is legal here in New York and never thought I would see the day. But um, yeah, it is here. The day is here and I can't believe it going to pull up an article as of wednesday new yorkers can legally possess less than three ounces of marijuana and consume cannabis and permitted and consuming cannabis is permitted in public wherever smoking tobacco is allowed wow 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 wee wee woo on a market <laughs> 
It says that it will take approximately uh, 22 to 23 before, like, you're going to start seeing dispensaries and all that kind of stuff. But, hey, that is a step. I cannot believe it. We are legal. Two hallelujahs in the show. I know people that would drive to Massachusetts, take that three-hour drive or three-and-a-half-hour drive because it's legal there. It's legal in New Jersey. It's legal so many places. And to finally have it here in New York legal is uh, it's crazy. I can't believe it. It is Sigaweed. Sigaweed. Can you believe that? Okay, what else we're we going to talk about today? Oh, I'm sure we can ramble about something. Um, ooh, I got to see my niece and her fiance and their their boys, which was really nice. They stopped over for a visit, and it was a great visit. I really, like I was just saying uh, into the segment about my family, how fortunate I am to have them, and I love them so much, and they're good and their boys are growing up they're they're just little ones i can't remember i think the oldest is seven and i can't remember how old the youngest is but they're fun and kids are fun to be around we don't have grandchildren we have grand pups and so it's nice to have them in the house we didn't have any toys and so i went to walmart and grabbed a king kong and then a godzilla because that new movie's out a toy for those boys, and then a Play-Doh set, uh, like those old extruders that we used to have that when we were kids, they still make those. So I had one of those for the kids, and then a couple Hot Wheels cars. But they were so into playing their Nintendo Switches. Kids want to play that stuff now. But I got a groovy gift. My niece and fiancé gave me a 40th anniversary Lego train set. And it's pretty cool because what they did was they took the set from 1980 and recreated it and made it just the way it would have been put together in 1980. Because when you put together Legos now, their bags are numbered and everything's pretty well laid out. Well, in this one, the bags aren't numbered and you just open up a bag and start searching for pieces. The Lego train set that they gave me was numbered... 40,370 in the series. Back in 1980, it was 7,810. And I think it's pretty neat that the train that you put together and then you put a sticker on it, the number of the train is 7,810. So kudos. Well played, Lego. We'll be right back. So if you do follow the show, I told you that I got a, we're going to just jump topics, um, that I got a lemon of a grill from Lowe's. I was able to use the grill a total of maybe six or seven times before it started failing. And um, I don't have a truck. So I took a picture of where it was failing. The paint started melting 
near where one of the burners was. And then one of the other burners was just shooting gas, like the flames of Haiti coming out of it. And um, I took a picture of where it was damaged, brought the picture and showed the person at Lowe's, this was last season, and they're like, well, we can't do anything about it unless you have the grill here with you. And I'm like, well, I'm just wondering if you can do anything if I can get the grill here. I, I don't want my money back. I just want to exchange it for a grill that works. And she's like, yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. I'm like, well, I don't have my receipt anymore or anything like that. Well, to make a short story long, <laughs> I ended up, <laughs> um, COVID broke out and everything. And then I had no way of getting it back, no truck, none of that. And then I recently had access to a truck because my daughter and her uh, boyfriend came over to visit us and when they were coming over I asked her boyfriend Dylan I'm like can you bring your truck and I explained to him I want to bring my grill back to Lowe's and I called Lowe's first I said to them listen I have a grill that I got last season I only used it x amount of times I don't have the receipt I don't want the money back I just want to exchange it for a grill that works and she's like well how did you pay for it with a card and I said, yeah. And she's like, well, it shouldn't be a problem. Bring it in. I was like, all right, groovy. So we load the grill all up, put it on the back of the truck, get it to Lowe's. I wheel it in. As soon as I wheel it into the exchange area, everybody's looking at me like I have three heads. They're like, what are you, what are you doing with a grill in here, in our exchange area, in returns? And I'm like, yeah, hi, I talked to so-and-so on the phone, and she told me I could. And the girl's just like, physically, oh, well, I don't know why she told you that. I'm not going to be able to do anything about this. I'm not going to be able to take this back. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I just brought this in here and got it in here because I was told over the phone that you guys would be able to look it up on your computer and see that I bought it here and, well, I, I'm not going to be able to do anything about it, and yada, yada, yada. Let me call somebody else over. So she's got to call the manager over. The manager looks at it, and she's like, well, I'm not going to. This, this grill's not even, this is a discontinued grill, so I'm not even going to be able to give you full value for it anyways. And I'm like, well, I wasn't really expecting full value, but I was hoping just to exchange it for one that worked. Full value would be great, but it did get used. Granted, it was only a little bit. And she's just like, well, I'll do you a favor. And I was like, well, what do you mean, do me a favor? And it just was a hassle. And then it ended up not being a hassle because I was being very friendly and kept my composure. And I they were busy. And I think they realized that they were kind of the way they were to me. And so they kept apologize they started apologizing about how the grill wasn't working properly and that shouldn't have happened to me short story long like i told you i ended up being able to get another grill so i'm excited and this grill is actually better than the other grill was because this one has a side burner yes we're happy about that i guess that gives us canned applause side burner and I have a, I had a cover for my other grill, and it's, since it's the same company, that grill f cover fits on it. Thank goodness I have it because it happens to be covered with snow right now.
Yuck. I told you, we've got snow on the ground. Alright, stick around. When we come back, we'll ramble a little bit more. Calgon, take me away. If you're old enough to remember, you'll know. Anytime I hear like that sound, it reminds me of that dumb commercial. So, um, I was telling you how it, we do have snow on the ground and everything. I um, forgot to say how I took a video of it the other day and posted it onto my Instagram and uh, tagged the Weather Nation, which I've tagged numerous times in weather things. And they contacted me back and wanted to use it on their station. And they've used my videos a couple times on their TV station. They have an internet TV station, the um, Weather Nation, it's called. And um, I was talking about nieces and nephews. And one of my other niece and her boyfriend saw um, one of my weather videos before on the Weather Nation. So I thought that was kind of cool. So I finally got to talk to my doctor the other day. It's been every time I have an appointment with them, they end up rescheduling and rescheduling. And if you are a follower of We Live on a Planet, you know that that kept happening to me. Not with my therapist. I've been able to keep my therapy visits, but my doctor kept putting me off, and I'm still getting my meds, and he still is my doctor, but to physically talk to him, I haven't been able to do in quite some time and so that was very frustrating and I had my telemed call yesterday with him and he's a great doctor I really like him he's a nice guy he's compassionate he cares he listens he did some med adjustments for me because I'm still not sleeping the way I should be I'm not getting that type of sleep and I just don't want to eat you know, I just don't feel hungry. It's just kind of that depression, the ups and downs that I go through. So he gave me some new meds that um, I'm going to continue on the ones I'm on. But he gave me some new ones, and I can't remember the name of them or anything like that right off the top of my head. But hopefully they help and don't zombify me. Because one thing that sucks about mental health is medication stinks. But finding the right cocktail of it, it is can be tricky. And then too much, too little. You don't want to get zombified. You know, I've had a time where I was taking a med to where the dose was so high that I could kind of taste it in my mouth or something. I had a medicine taste always, and it was just terrible, just a terrible feeling. And then there's other ones that can give you weight gain. And who wants to gain weight anyways? And there's just some, can be some side effects that are not fun. Mental health is not fun. So sometimes the side effects from the meds can outweigh and be okay compared to a full-blown manic episode or a full-blown depression. So I've been sticking with that and trying to do my best to to keep a good mental health with me. So I'm excited, too, that uh, I got a henna tattoo of We Live Earths, W-L-O-A-P dot com, on my left lower arm. You can see it at my Instagram, at Merrick, 
M-E-R-R-I-C-370. And uh, my oldest daughter did it. We went over there the other day and had dinner slash lunch. She made this um, Filipino dish, and I can't remember the name of it. She learned it when she was over in Korea. Surprisingly, it's a Philippine dish, but she learned it in Korea. And it was really tasty. It's rice, chicken. You can use any protein, but she uses chicken in this type of curry sauce, so it's spicy. And uh, if I'll, next show, if I can remember, I'll tell you the name of it. But she was doing henna tattoo on everybody because usually what happens on every Wednesday is girls' day for my wife and my daughter, um, the oldest daughter, because my youngest daughter is unfortunately, has she's at work during the girls' day. My mother-in-law, one of my nieces, um, my sister-in-law, and another niece, they all get together and do whatever it is. And this day, they invited us over since they were having dinner, so it happened to be the guys were invited. And she was doing all the henna tattoo, and I had her do a that WLOAP.com on my arm, and it looks just like a tattoo, the darkness of it. So that will be there for, I don't know, 10 days maybe. At least it's not a tattoo. It's not permanent. I wouldn't put WLOAP.com as a tattoo on me because who knows how long the website will last. I want it to continue. Speaking of my website, that's the name of it. I would love it if you subscribe to it. All right, that was a good plug. See how I tied in my website? Stick around when we come back. We'll talk a little bit more and then we'll learn something. Welcome back, my friends. Hopefully I didn't just uh, screw the pooch here with my podcast because I ended that last episode and stopped recording. And then I started recording again by accident. I deleted it and I, I think I'll be okay when I go to upload this. We'll see. I'm not the most tech-savvy guy. I'm lucky the Roadcaster Pro does a lot for me, but uh, I tried to learn GarageBand the other night, and that is just so tricky. I figured out Soundtrap, kind of, and um, that's fun, but GarageBand is a little tr- trickier for me, I feel. And um, my Soundtrap, was fun though I did make a soundtrack last night and that I was thinking about using it today for the show opening and um, I didn't and then when I went to look for it again it was deleted and gone and I was like ah, well it means it was not meant to be so my drone is all batteries are all powered up and ready to fly we just got to get rid of this snow and get into drone weather i'm excited my mom's coming into town she'll be here monday whoa holy moly if you just had earphones on that was like you were just at a rock concert we got the canned applause because mom's in town she's actually in new york right now she's in buffalo with my aunt and uncle Shout out to them. I love them so much. 
Bob and Joan, Uncle Bob and Aunt Joan. Um, my mom's there. It's been a year and a half or more since we've seen her. So it would be nice to have her here. Um, she'll be visiting my brother, too. He lives in New York um, as well. Not far, well, quite a distance from me. He's more Rochester area. I'm up central New York area. My uncle Kevin, who's out Pennsylvania way, he's going to be driving in to visit to visit my mom. So he's going to be staying here with us for a night or two. So that will be nice. At least I can grill something for those guys now that my new grill is working. Or I got a new grill. And uh, as long as it's not snowing, I'll have to do Hoffman hot dogs because my mom loves Hoffman hot dogs. That's a local brand of hot dogs that have natural casings. They're delicious. And then the other thing I'll have to make for her is a local favorite here in central New York, salt potatoes. If you have never heard of salt potatoes, Google Hinder Waddles salt potatoes or just central New York salt potatoes. They're little mini new potatoes and you cook them in a salt brine and then use butter, dip them, dip them in drawn butter and just, they're delicious. They're so good. I grew up eating them and uh, that'll be nice to have them when my mom's in town. So I'm longing to get into the water. I can't wait to finish my certification for scuba diving. I know that will be soon because spring is in the air, but I'm just like, just can't wait for it. And uh, here's a random thought. I was just starting to think of if your birthday, if you're born tomorrow, your birthday's going to be 4321. Won't that be weird? Hey, what's your birthday? 4321. Or it's like, how weird it, is it the final countdown tomorrow? What's going to happen? Four. Three, two, one. My brain. I've been painting still. I finished that one paint by number. Like I told you, I started another one. And I worked on it quite a bit. And it's coming along nicely. It takes a lot of patience, a steady hand. If I've had a couple cups of coffee, I can tell. So I'm maybe doing those can help me wean myself a little bit from so much of the coffee. Alrighty. Oh, you know what else I wanted to do today besides learning something? I wanted to play some phone calls because I got some calls from my listeners. And that makes me so happy when I get phone calls from you guys. So we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that when we come back. Stick around. I'll be right back. We're back. All right. Let's open up the phone lines to you guys. I have some phone calls, and it used to be a staple of We Live on a Planet. I would get a plethora of phone calls. And when I think of that word plethora, all I think of is the Three Amigos, that movie, when the bad guy, uh, uh, the leader of the gang, is saying to one of his henchmen, do I have this and this and that? And he's like, oh, yes, yes, you have it. And he's like, would you say I have a plethora? And he looks all confused, the henchman, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 you have a plethora. 
And then he's like, do you even know what the word plethora means? It's just, it's so funny. I don't know. It's stupid. All right, here we go. Let's open up the phone lines to you guys. I told you how I had a weak moment, and then it ended up being kind of a strong moment because I did not drink. Here we are. Let's open up line one, our friend Lisa. Hey there, Patrick. It's Lisa over at One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. And I have to congratulate you. I don't think you wasted $3. I think you need to look at your app and figure out how much money did you save because you dumped that beer down the drain. You had a moment of weakness, and we all have moments of weaknesses. I have them daily. Yet, you are a strong individual, and you dumped it down the drain. You did not waste $6. You had a lapse in judgment, and you just saved yourself. How much money have you saved? Because it's been how many days since you dumped that down the drain? I think you're saving money again. So that's the perspective I'm going to take. I am so proud of you that you're continuing to save money. That was not money wasted. That was a test passed. Love you, Patrick. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa. I love you too. Lisa's a childhood friend. We went to elementary school together, and then we ended up graduating together from high school too. And so thank you. You know, you're right. You're right. It was, I've saved, I've saved over 60000 thousand dollars in almost six years of being sober august will be august 20th i think it is i don't know i kind of lost count will be my um six years sober so thank you lisa thank you for calling in check out her podcast lisa's awesome all right i also talked about floating i talked about floating the other day and i did talk about my addiction so Let's hear from D. Wynn, from D. Wynn Legacy, line one. Hey, Patrick, how are you? I uh, just got finished listening to your episode. Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of a uh, situation with a family member uh, fighting addiction, so I understand exactly where you're coming from. It's, um, it's a tough process, uh, but... Uh, it's great that you're already, you know, to a point where you have put that, you know, behind you. And that showed great strength, um, you know, <laughs> not falling weak to it, you know. But um, also with the floating, um, my lady keeps wanting to schedule an appointment for us, but we can't seem to get in there because of this COVID thing. So I don't know what's going on, but I am going to try it once we uh, are able to get in there. But um. Just wanted to holler at you for a minute. Take care and be safe, man. Peace. Peace to you too, d Win. Peace to you, a friend of the show. Yeah, oh man, you. I'm sorry that you have family members that are dealing with addiction. The best thing I can say is just love and support. Be there for them the best you can, you know. Anybody that's in the throes of addiction needs help. And floating, yeah, you and your lady, you got to do it because it is amazing. And every float is different. And I encourage you, if you're going to float, at least float for 60 minutes. Anything less, you're not going to be releasing those theta waves. So definitely 
get yourself into a float. We're fortunate here. Um, our float, we do have to wear masks, uh, not in the float because you're in the float area. But when you walk in, it is mask. Um, you have to wear a mask. They check, check your temperature. You have a COVID waiver form that you have to fill out before you even go in there. And um, you do it all online. And other than that, it's been awesome. So, yeah, check out floating today. All right, stick around. When we come back, we got one more phone call from you. And then we'll open up the, um, not open up the phone lines. We just did that. When we come back, we'll open up um, the fax site. We'll be right back. And that sound means we're back. <laughs> Line one. Patrick, hello. It is Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. And I just wanted to stop by and just thank you so very much for the interaction over on Facebook. Wow. I think because messages and producing podcasts out here is so much fun, so rewarding. We're affecting so many people. And even if it's just one, you know, I love our conversations that we've had in the past, but I think it's really important to roll some of that interaction over onto Facebook. So I really appreciate you being in the podcast promotion community Facebook group. I hope it's okay that I've been highlighting you a little bit over there and including some links to some of our interviews that we've had over the last couple of years, actually. So much fun. I really appreciate your energy, your authenticity, and Wow, we live on a planet. You guys, keep listening to Patrick. He is amazing. I'll talk to you soon, Patrick. Bye. Thank you, Maria, my friend Maria Humphreys. Maria has been a friend of the show since the very beginning of We Live on a Planet. She's out in Southern California, and she is a hoot. She's a blast. She is a, beware. She's a hippie. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. She's fun. She is a meditation coach um, and just among so many things and so inspirational and so fun and so supportive to me and the show throughout all these years I've been doing it. And so thank you, Maria. You're amazing, too. It's been nice reaching out across different platforms on Facebook and other ones uh, and even YouTube because I'll check her out when she's on YouTube when she has some of her live YouTube things, so which is kind of nifty. All right, before we head on over to the facts site, let's just, uh, while we're here, we'll go to the history site. On this day, 2005, sadly, Pope John Paul II dies. Yeah, beloved Pope John Paul II dies. And he was, he was definitely beloved. And... Um, He's the Pope that I remember the most. It's crazy that he survived being shot. And then also after being shot, pardoned the guy who shot him. Or not pardoned him, but forgave him is what I should say. All right. Um, what else do we have? Women's History, 1917. Jeanette Rankin is the first woman elected to the U.S. Congress assumes office. 1917 that happened. Jeanette uh, Pinkering Rankin, the first woman ever elected to Congress, takes her seat 
to the U.S. Capitol as a representative from Montana. Exploration. 1513, Ponce de Leon claims Florida for Spain. Remember learning about Ponce de Leon when you were in school? I do. Um, Latin America history, 1982, Argentina invades the Falklands. There's more you can learn about that, too. Speaking of invasions, World War I, 1917, President Wilson asked for a declaration of war for World War I. Art, literature, and film history, 1805, Hans Christian Andersen is born. Famous storyteller. Hans Christian Andersen, Little Mermaid, he did, among many others. Uh, Natural Disasters and Environment, 1979. Anthrax poisoning kills 62 in Russia. 62 anthrax. There's a band named Anthrax, and the singer, Joey Belladini, is, lives around this area and is from around this area. They named their band after a terrible disease, a sheep-born disease, I believe. And then in crime, 1992, mob boss John Gotti is convicted of murder. All right. I think that wraps it up for this day of history. When we come back, we'll head on over to the fact site and get a big old wrinkle on that brain of ours. Stick around. All right, we are at thefactsite.com, and we're going to learn something about, <laughs> it's not the season, it is not the season, but when I opened up the fact site, the thing that they had for their main thing was something that was not interesting to me, and I didn't want to share with you guys, so I started rooting around, and I went into science and nature history, and then I went into food and drink. And this is five enjoyable facts about eggnog. Yeah, I know it's not the season of eggnog. And why am I talking about eggnog? Because first of all, I love it. It tastes delicious. And I was wondering about eggnog lots of times. Like, where did the name come from? What is eggnog really? And uh, eggnog is obviously a popular winter drink, even though we're in spring. It's enjoyed around Christmas, usually. It's one of the most iconic things to have at Christmas parties at festival beverage, um, at, as a festive beverage. Um, and it even has its own day, eggnog day, believe it or not. <laughs> on average, on an average of 135 million pounds or 61, milli, 61 million kilograms is consumed every year in America alone. So eggnog was created in medieval Europe. The drink is said to have been produced of a European beverage called posset, P-O-S-S-E-T. Is it posset? Posset was made from hot milk that was then mixed or curdled with wine or ale and spices. Among the aristocrats of Britain, eggnog was born and became a development of posset. Poset. The new drink containing egg, milk, and sherry 
as it was, was only the wealthy who could afford these ingredients. The drink became popular apifer for making toast at parties, and hence eggnog was invented. The name eggnog comes from nog or noggin. I did not know that. Uh, the name eggnog has a section of roots that could have derived from... It is said that medieval times in the East Anglo-American, or England, there was an alcoholic type of beer brewed in that region called nog, N-O-G. The word nog was first used in 1693 to describe an alcoholic drink, and it suggested that eggnog came from this due to its alcoholic content. It is also thought that eggnog comes from the word noggin, which is a small wooden cup from which you would drink eggnog from. In Britain, the drink was known as egg flip because it was poured between jugs to mix it. It is thought that the word we use today, eggnog, was invented in America around 1765. Traditional eggnog was made with alcohol to kill bacteria. <laughs> Eggnog was originally made with alcohol not for taste, but for safety. In medieval times, it was quite risky to drink milk straight. Similarly today, where it can be risky to drink milk that hasn't been pasteurized. So the solution was to add alcohol to the milk, so it would kill any harmful bacteria found in the dairy product. Old recipes would suggest that you cure the raw eggs and alcohol, such as rum, for a few days to ensure any bacteria from the eggs were also eliminated. Most people would leave their eggnog to sit for a few days to a week to make sure all the bacteria was gone before consumption. Wow! Eggnog that is store-bought today rarely contains alcohol due to being regulated by the FDA and there's no need for getting rid of bacteria. It's also rare for store-bought eggnog to contain raw eggs. Number four, it's said that eggnog was the cause of a riot in the U.S. In the winter of 1826, a riot broke out at the United States Military Academy in West Point, New York. It is said that a young cadet smuggled whiskey into the barracks and then spiked the communal eggnog. After a few glasses of eggnog, the cadets started to become a bit rowdy. Fighting broke out, a lieutenant was knocked out, guns were being fired, and windows were smashed. Twenty cadets were sent to court in relation to their actions that night. It is also known as the eggnog riot. It is assumed they had all gotten a bit too much of the drink. <laughs> I never knew that. And then lastly, George Washington had his own recipe for eggnog. Washington had been known to have been a lover of eggnog and would regularly serve it to his guests. And he had his own recipe. One quart cream, one quart milk, one dozen, teaspoon, one dozen teaspoon sugar, one pint brandy, half pint rye whiskey, half pint Jamaican rum, and a quarter pint sherry. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? 135 million pounds of eggnog every year is consumed in America. All right. Well, we learned something. A little wrinkle 
on our brain. Stick around, we'll be right back. We're rewinding because we're ending the show, but I rewound just now because I want to give you the quote one more time from Lisa Heckman. In a society that has count that has you counting money, pounds, calories, and steps, be a rebel and count your blessings instead. Thank you so much for your time today, the most valuable gift you could ever give me. I appreciate you letting me ramble, letting me have a personal journal with a variety show flair with you that's perfectly imperfect, done in one take, one and done, no edits. If I make a mistake, it's okay, we just can't. There are no mistakes, as Bob Ross says, they're only happy accidents. Don't forget, Smoke weed every day. yeah, here in New York, you're fine. You fire it up, fire it up. Got to play our calls. That was awesome. If you would love, or if you would like to call me, I would love to hear from you. If you're using the Anchor app, you know how. You just push that little phone icon. But if you're not using the Anchor app and you're listening through one of the podcast providers such as Apple or Amazon Music or Spotify, you can head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. From there, there's a little phone button push that button it will go to my voicemail it will ring five times before it picks up to voicemail then you can leave me a little message just like my friends did today and you can be a part of the show i would love to hear from you if you want to check out that henna tattoo like i said i'm over at merrick 370 on instagram it's m-e-r-r-i-c 370 at my website, if you can't remember that, you have a part of my website of a spot that says ways to contact me. And you can just tap that little Instagram icon and you're set. All right, my friends. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. As always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today and stay healthy. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.